Hello, folks. Welcome to Hoss Fight. Before we get to the show itself, I mentioned at the end of last episode that looking at the brackets, I didn't think there was going to need to be any major changes to page eight. There aren't major changes. How about that? They're not major changes, but we're going to make some changes, and you'll see why as you listen. So be sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode for the epilogue in which we sort of tweak what we did way back in the summer of 2021. Enjoy the show. Hit that theme music. This is Hoss Fight. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. This is episode eight of Hoss Fight, season three of the Tournament of Nerdiness. And we are, since we're approaching the halfway mark, uh, I can't say already, we're approaching the halfway mark, but the doubt, gotta have your water, the doubt is starting to creep in. Uh, I'm doing these podcasts this season. I am recording ahead of time. I am not telling anyone. And I am doing it myself how I believe it should be done. Uh, As someone who constantly needs validation. I'm not like Doc Manson. I don't need praise, though it helps. Uh, But I need validation. And I, I, you know... I need someone to tell me that my idea is, you know, the right one. Uh, The doubt is creeping in. What if I'm doing this tournament wrong? What if ranking everyone 1 to 16 uh, is the wrong way to do it? Because there are names that we mentioned in episode 1, like Willie Mack or Bad Luck Fale or Lex Luger, that we will not mention again Until episode who knows when. In some cases, it could be episode 32. In the case of uh, page one's winner, Jacob Fatu, the final episode will be when we rank the final 16 names. So, you know, he wrestled a bunch in episode one. We're not going to see him again until episode 32. Right move, wrong move. I don't know. Uh, The format. The fact that I spend a lot of time in the opening round and then it feels just because we've mentioned the names before, like I rush through, you know, the rest of it. So once we get into the double losers brackets, I feel like I'm rushing going through names because I'm just trying to get the rankings done. And there are not necessarily the same type of deep thoughts that I have when the name first hits the ear. So I am filled with doubt. Uh... Having said that, I'm seven episodes in, so I'm not going to stop. You know, I could wait or release these to the inner circle and get feedback, but I'm not gonna. Uh, The one thing that I am sure of is that I like the cage match rankings because that's something that's out of my hands. So if people want to interact at the DC Matthews and talk about their Uh, issues and their problems with the ranking, oh, that's something that I can't be blamed for. Once again, why you need a little bit of randomness in here. Despite my doubt, 
I shall persevere. I shall keep on, as they say, keeping on. Uh, here with page eight. In our last episode, we began halfway through with the bottom half of the bracket. Instead of working our way up, we worked our way down. And, you know, starting with two through 15 down, and then we, you know, came up and did the top part. That worked out pretty well. All my uh, names have been randomized on my Google Sheet, so I think I'm ready. I'm going to push the doubt out of my head. I think this, you know, I do think I'm doing this well. Could it be better? Of course. But I do think that I am doing this well. I think it's just I've recorded so many of them. I've recorded these first seven episodes within probably a week, week and a half. So I think I'm not necessarily getting bored with the format, but it feels repetitive. I don't know if it will sound repetitive when you're hearing it once a week. But I digress. Let's get to the action. What you came here for. You didn't come here for DC's introspection and slow descent into madness. Or did you? Uh, the ranges have been randomized. Let me pop over to the bottom half of the bracket. Let us find out. Let's, let's do this. Let's find out first who the number 15 seed is. And actually, instead of going from top down to 15, we'll go bottom up. So our 15 seed, the first name on page 8 of Hoss Fight, is going to be Apollo. Uh, I will understand if you uh, quote a Doc Manson and say you don't know who Apollo is. Um, you would have to have watched TNA in its early days, which I'm sure some of you did. Um, and then I think he wrestled in Mexico. Uh, but Apollo was there with, this, you know, I think he teamed with Sonny Siaki, uh, who also was kind of hossish. Um, I wonder if he's in here. He might not be. Uh, but Apollo was good. You know, uh, he left fairly soon and you know then hernandez came and hernandez and apollo i would say are similar hernandez would be the more talented of them uh, but apollo was okay and he's going up against the number two seed who is hopefully more than okay and it is baron corbin now some of you don't like baron corbin and that's okay uh, you might think this King Corbin, King No More, poverty-stricken Baron Corbin to give you a snapshot of when I'm recording this. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's interesting. It's character development. Uh, and I, you know, I didn't like Baron Corbin in NXT. The crease got to me. If you remember Baron Corbin in NXT with his long, stringy, slightly balding hair, um, you know, his his stomach was not fully developed um, in terms of abs and things. And he had kind of a crease and it looked almost like Krang. Do you remember Krang? Not Quang. That was last episode. Krang, the villain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was had the brain and the mouth in his stomach. And that's kind of what it reminded me of. But Baron Corman has grown on me and I think he is a very good professional wrestler. And he will defeat Apollo with ease. Apollo goes into the constellations. All right. Our number seven seed is Harley Race. Once again, I ask you to blame Cage Match. They're the ones who decided to say that Harley Race is only a number seven seed. I went through the list of wrestlers, popular, you know, people who got the most votes. So blame them. 
Uh, Harley Race, clearly one of the toughest guys in the history of pro wrestling. He's going to do very well in this tournament, I have a feeling. Uh, and he will go up against the number 10 seed, Angelo Dawkins. Oh, oh, poor Angelo. You did not have a chance in this. Did not have a chance. Uh, so Dawkins will get Angelo versus Apollo, which is always fun when the wrestlers wrestling each other have names that start with the same letter and end with the same letter. Doesn't happen often. Uh, and Harley Race will take on Baron Corbin. I am reminded of something that I wanted to do, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to write myself a note because I like having two episodes where I kind of do the same thing with the brackets. So, Hoss, 9 and 10, split brackets. So, matchups are more of a surprise. I'm writing myself a note. We will see if I remember what that note says. I often write myself notes and then have no idea what I meant. Uh, but either way, our 14 seed, Harley Race advances, he'll wrestle Baron Corbin. Our 14 seed, Dan Severn. You know, Dan Severn, uh, probably hossish in terms of size, but also he fits that legit fighter, legit UFC badass category. Uh, that mustache, one of the great mustaches in pro wrestling, I think. Maybe I'll do a tournament of nerdiness on great facial hair. That'd be like season 27. Like we've gotten, we've gone through a lot of different stuff. I'm really scraping the bottle of the bottom of the barrel. Although that might be fun for a special thing with Doc, actually. That would be fun. Great facial hairs in wrestling. We could do something with that. Uh, Dan Severn is a 14 seed. His pro wrestling career, not nearly as good as his MMA career. He's going up against the number three seed, Luke Gallows. Now, this is interesting to me. Uh, I would say on the surface that Dan Severn would win if this were an actual shoot fight brawl for all, which may or may not have been a shoot fight type of situation. But that's not what this is. Um, you know, I like Luke Gallows. I appreciate the character development and the changes from Festus to the fake Kane to uh, Straight Edge Society member to Bullet Club member to Gallows and Anderson member, even if their WWE run was lacking. Uh, I do like Luke Gallows. Um, however... I can't necessarily speak for the toughness of Luke Gallows. He's a big dude. He's a strong dude. He's clearly a hoss. I guess my question is, here's kind of our deep rhetorical question of the day. How much does toughness factor in to a hoss? Harley Race, undoubtedly tough. And also hossish in size, especially for his era. Uh, not a bodybuilder, but just a bigger dude. If I go to my last page, JBL, yeah, probably a pretty tough guy. Roman Reigns, you know, beat cancer. So that there's the level of toughness that comes with that. Um, I think I got to go kind of with an upset here 
And I'm giving the win to Dan the Beast Severn. I think that's the right answer. If you have, you know, if you know stories, if you know someplace where I can see anecdotes that uh, testify to the toughness of one Luke Gallows, you can send them on to me. Our number six seed here at the bottom, bottom of the bracket, we have Ken Shamrock. Oh, my goodness. Dan Severn and Ken Shamrock, not only in the same bracket, but in the same pit. Like, there could be, that could be a quarterfinal match. I may have picked Dan Severn, and part of it was, was psychically knowing that Ken Shamrock was there. Again, everything's redacted, and, it, and things were randomized. So, fate, once again, fate plays its part here in the show. Ken Shamrock taking on the number 11 seed uh, of the Nasty Boys, Jerry Sags. Probably a good match, very different styles, but I'm giving the win to Shamrock. That's the right answer, regardless. Jerry Sags, probably a very tough guy. Uh, if this was not hoss fight, if this was bar fight, you might pick Sags over Shamrock in a bar fight. Uh, the Nasty Boys had fantastic kind of hardcore matches. I'm reminded of some with, I think, Harlem Heat. Maybe Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. The concession stand was a frequent uh, foreign, ob you know, foreign location. Uh, I might have to go back and watch some of those. But yeah, Shamrock wins, setting up Shamrock versus Severn in the quarterfinals. Love how that works. Let's move to the top of the bracket and let's find out who the number sixteen seed is. Before we find out who the number one seed is, our sixteen seed is Vic. Grimes. Again, you have to either know who the wrestler Key is in the WWF. He's one of those guys that WWE will occasionally post, you know, 20 wrestlers you forgot about. DJ Gabriel and Baracus and Key. Uh, Vic Grimes, I, I think most famous for being a big guy who fell off of high places, kind of. You know, technically a hoss. Uh, he's going up against the number one seed, Kevin Owens. Another, to be fair, another big guy who sometimes goes off high places. Uh, but Kevin Owens, clearly the superior wrestler and coasts into the second round. All right, our number eight seed. I'm going to stop talking about how much I like the 8-9 matchup because they haven't been great. In fact, in our last page, I got rid of both of the 8-9 seeds because I didn't care for either of them. Uh, the number 8 seed is Vito. Again, not necessarily size-wise, but Vito, big Vito, the guy wore a dress Vito. Um, I don't think he was a full-blooded Italian. I don't remember what they called themselves, but, you know. Uh, he was also known, oh, what was his name before that when he was a jobber? He was not a baron, but he had a Von, Von Crush? I gotta look it up now. Sorry. I know I don't like looking up these things. Big Vito WWE. Vito LaGrasso. I did know that. Skull Von Crush. I was close. I was close. Skull Von Crush. What a crazy... Uh, name for a pro wrestler, Skull Von Crush. Uh, Vito, I liked Vito. You know, didn't get a lot to work with, but a decent guy, decent hand. Going up, going up against our ninth seed, 
Killian Dane. Fun story. Um, I was going through cage match for another purpose. I'm not going to tell you what that purpose is at this time, but I was going through um, for another purpose. And I saw the name uh, Demo, Big Demo, because Killian Dane released from WWE, now going back to his uh, Indies name or UK name, Big Demo. And I see that name and immediately I go, he didn't go. I didn't put him in the tournament. I did not put Big Demo in the Hoss fight. Because I was looking for Killian Dane, and I just kind of scrolled through. I mentioned this in the last episode. When you're going through cage match, if you're ever doing this, if you're ever doing a nerdy thing like this, my advice to you is only do like four pages at a time because just scrolling through names, eventually your eyes become tired, your brain kind of goes fuzzy. So I needed to replace Killian Dane, and I was like, Killian Dane would be around an eight or a nine. And I looked through the eighth or the nine seeds, and I was going, all right, who on this page is technically not a hoss? And I found Squire Dave Taylor. Fantastic wrestler. Maybe not a hoss. Maybe not exactly hossish in size. And so I took Dave Taylor off of this list, and I put Killian Dane in this list, on this list, with this list. And he's going to defeat Vito, setting up Killian Dane versus Kevin Owens, which would be a great match. Our number 13 seed is Ron Harris of the Harris Brothers. Big guy, tough guy, always have that kind of, well, that's not true. He was a biker. He was a, you know, uh, Appalachian hillbilly. That was my first introduction into Appalachia was the Blue Brothers. Uh, I really, really just don't like the Harris Brothers at all. But they're no doubt hosses, and so they belonged in the tournament. But Ron Harris going up against a number four seed, Devon Dudley. Now, you look at the Dudley boys, and you go, okay, clearly uh, Bubba's the hoss of the group. But Devon, not a small guy. Both of them big guys. Spike's the little guy. So I put them both in the tournament, and Devon, in a battle of tag team wrestlers, coasts to a victory over Ron Harris. All right, our last matchup. Our number five seed is Test, another big, tall guy. Not sure on the toughness, but certainly a hoss. A lot of people high on Test. I was not one of them. Number 12 seed, Bad News Brown. Not going to write Dad News Brown. That's a different character. But Bad News Brown. Uh, another tough guy. Maybe not, you know, hoss huge size, but just that character was a hoss. The character of Bad News Brown, I thought, was a hoss. And I told you, I don't care for Test, so I'm giving the win to Bad News Brown. I like Bad News. That Ghetto Blaster, which I don't know... What we I don't know how appropriate or not appropriate that name of a finisher is, but that's what it was called. Uh, the Ghetto Blaster was a fantastic move. I'd never seen that before. Like it was an insiguri, but he didn't bother like having you know going for the kick and getting it caught. He just jumped in the air and kicked somebody in the head. I had never seen that before. It blew my mind. I like Bad News Brown. Uh, he'll take on Devon Dudley 
in the quarterfinals. Um, no, I can't say there are, you know, huge. Well, no, there is one huge, no doubt, Haas name on that page. But still some good talents, quality talent. Uh, let's do the constellations. Uh, Vito will defeat Vic Grimes. Uh, Test will defeat Ron Harris. Oh, Apollo versus Angelo. Uh, yeah, Apollo's, he was, it was so brief of a run for Apollo that I got to give the win to Dawkins. And then uh, I'm giving the win to Jerry Sags over Gallows. You know, Gallows may be a, a real legit tough dude, and I'm sure he is. Any wrestler is, is fairly tough to survive the grind of being a pro wrestler. Uh, but uh, I'm giving the win to Jerry Sags. Uh, I think Vic Grimes defeats Ron Harris. I don't like the Harris brothers at all. And I'll give Gallows the win over um, Apollo. So we've got Apollo versus Ron Harris. I will give that win to Apollo. So Apollo is 15th. Ron Harris is 16th. I have a sneaking suspicion he'll be in the same bracket with his brother when we get there. Uh, Vic Grimes or Luke Gallows. I will give that win to Luke Gallows. I don't know a lot about Vic Grimes other than, again, big guy who falls off of tall things. Uh, so Vic Grimes will be 14th, Luke Gallows 13th. Let's go to our quarterfinal matchups. Baron Corbin versus Harley Race. I'm not even going to pretend. Sometimes I like to pretend. I tell you a little story, Roman Reigns, JBL. It could be, you know, I make the case for one guy and then I obviously go with the other one. Uh, there is no case to be made here. Harley Race beats Baron Corbin 10 times a day. Uh, Baron Corbin will wrestle Test. That's a pretty decent comparison. Actually, Test and Baron Corbin, uh, I think Baron Corbin's got better personality. Test had better size, a better look of a pro wrestler. But that's a, fair, that's a fairly decent comparison, Corbin and Test, actually. Um, Severn versus Shamrock. You know, again... Did they? I'm, I'm turning again to my computer. Did they ever have MMA fights? Oh, UFC 6, Shamrock versus Severn. Um, Severn won UFC 9, Shamrock won UFC 6. Dan Severn, 101 wins, 19 losses in, uh, I'm assuming UFC, but maybe in just all of mixed martial arts. Ken Shamrock, 28 and 17. Dan Severn, very, very good. However, again, this is not shoot fight. This is hoss fight. And I got to go with Shamrock. Better career, longer career. Still going today. I don't know what Dan Severn's up to today besides looking awkward in a suit jacket. Uh, Dan Severn will wrestle Vito. That would be a good match. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Killian Dane. Ooh. That'd be, oh, I'd love to see that match. That'd be real tough. I, I think I'm going, yes, I'm going with Owens. I love Owens. But that's that's a harder match to determine than I thought. Killian Dane, you know, they have a best of seven series. Killian Dane's winning two or three. Uh, and then Devon Dudley versus Bad News Brown. I think I got to go with Devon there. I think that's the right call. And, uh, yeah. Bad News Brown will take on Angelo Dawkins. That match didn't happen already, did it? No. Dawkins wrestled. Oh, Harley Race. Oh, all right. 
uh, Angelo Dawkins <laughs> getting getting roughed up here. So our semifinals. Um, nope, that's the wrong page. Kevin Owens versus Devon Dudley. Decent. Harley Race versus Ken Shamrock. Please and thank you. Uh, we need to do uh, two rounds of constellations here. Uh, so let's see. Test versus Baron Corbin. I do like Corbin. I've never cared for Test. So I'm giving the win to Baron. Uh, Dan Severn defeats Vito. I think Killian Dane defeats Jerry Sags. And I think Bad News Brown defeats Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins had a rough road here. All right, so this is the next four. This will be 12 through 9. I'll, I'll have Test beat Vito. I'll have Sags beat Dawkins. And you know what? I think I'm going to have Vito beat Dawkins. Dawkins, you know, so far is is the... Not going to say lesser half, but he is the non-superstar half of the Street Profits. Montez Ford, I've said it a hundred times, could be the top heel in wrestling if he wanted to be. Uh, or hopefully he will get the chance. So Dawkins is going to be 12th. Vito is going to be 11th. I think Jerry Sags beats Test, so Test is 9th. Sags is 7th. All right, that sets up our next two matches. Dan Severn versus Baron Corbin. At, again, just from the pure, legit tough. I lost my train of thought there for a second. Legit tough guy credentials. I think I got to go with Severn. And I'm saying Killian Dane defeats Bad News Brown. And in a battle between Corbin and Brown, because I've seen more... I'm going to say Corbin. I don't know if that's the right choice, though. Uh, Bad News Brown is eighth. Baron Corbin is seventh. All right, semifinals. Uh, Harley Race defeats Ken Shamrock. Again, I don't... I don't think I'm... I am... I don't think I am uh, spoiling a lot of things. Harley Race is making it to the finals. And then I think Kevin Owens defeats Devon Dudley. Devon takes on Dan Severn. Shamrock takes on Killian Dane. So these are the consolation semifinals. Shamrock, who has wrestled Jerry Sags and Dan Severn. Oop, we could get a rematch there in the consolation finals. Uh, yep, I think Severn beats Devon. Hmm. <sighs> Do I want Killian Dane? Again, love the styles. Killian Dane, your big, bulky, beefy, but moves pretty well brawler uh, versus Ken Shamrock, who, you know, Shamrock slaps a submission hold on. Killian might tap out, but, you know, I don't know who wins in a. Well, again, if it's a legitimate fight, we do know who wins. Um. <laughs> I will say, since Killian Dane wasn't even on my list at the beginning, which again was my own fault, I'll give the win to Shamrock. Uh, but I will say that Killian Dane is going to defeat Devon Dudley. So Devon is sixth, Killian is fifth. Now, I think in every time we've had a 
rematch. If I go back and look, and I'm not gonna, but I'm pretty sure it hasn't been that long. Um, whenever we've had a rematch, a match that happened in the first round or second ma- second round, that is once again happening in the consolations. I think I always go with the same person winning. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do that in this one because it's Severn and Shamrock. They were even Steven in terms of, you know, they only fought twice in UFC. Each one won. It's one of those things. Again, it's a wrestling match. It's not a shoot fight. It's a wrestling match. So I, But I think you can make the case for either of them to win. Shamrock had the longer professional wrestling career, but that doesn't mean everything in a Hoss fight. I think I'm going to have history repeat itself. And in this instance, Dan Severn is going to repeat. You know, I'm doing some 50-50 booking, essentially. I, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm doing some 50-50 booking. Shamrock beat Severn in the quarterfinals. Severn gets some revenge in the consolation finals and takes third place. And um, our final, Kevin Owens and Harley Race. I'm not going to insult your intelligence and try to tell you the story of, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth and go over who could win. Kevin Owens, great pro wrestler. One of my favorites, great talker, great athlete, you know, moves very well, Is a can be a power guy, can be a brawler, can be a high flyer. He is the total package as a wrestler despite not looking like it. And yet there is no way he's going to win this. It's Harley flipping race. You go on your list of tough guys. You've got your Brocks and your Hakus and maybe your Undertakers. And Harley Race is probably in that conversation. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's anticlimactic necessarily, but I'm also not going to insult your intelligence and make you think that it could be anybody else. Harley Race, as soon as I saw his name come up, I was pretty sure he was going to win this whole thing. All right, let's see how we did. How do our rankings compare to cage matches? Uh, Thankfully, in this instance, we do not have a number 17 seed. I didn't have to add anybody. Uh, Our 16th place wrestler is Ron Harris, who was 13th. So about right. Our 15th place was Vic Grimes, who I believe was 16th. So, again... Oh, no, Vic Grimes was 14th. Excuse me. Apollo was 15th. Uh, And Apollo was ranked 15th. Aha, we were right. We matched cage match. Vic Grimes, who was 16th, moves up to 14th. Uh, Luke Gallows, who was third. Oh, my goodness, third. Wow, is that the lowest? Let me check. Uh, in our bottom four, we have Jesse Ventura, who was eighth. Oh, Mojo was fifth. The Boogeyman was fourth. But yeah, Luke Gallows, uh, as of this moment, is the highest-ranked wrestler to finish in the bottom four. Apologies to Luke Gallows. I've done you dirty. Angelo Dawkins, who was tenth, finishes in twelfth. Big Vito, who was eighth, whoops, finishes in eleventh. 
Test, who was, where are you, Test? Fifth, ooh, I'm all over the place with this. Finishes in 10th. These had some wrestlers I just don't care for. And, you know, I should be probably more impartial, but I'm not gonna. Jerry Sags, who was 11th, rises to 9th. So now we're 8th. Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown was 12th, according to Cage Match, but I say he is 8th. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated him. I'm sure I'm going to hear about that. Baron Corbin was second, though. He was ranked number two, falls to number seven. Devon Dudley, who was... Where are you? Fourth, falls to sixth, but that's at least in the ballpark. Killian Dane, who was ninth, I remember that, is in fifth. Kenny Shamrock who was, what, sixth? Yep. Who was sixth, finishes in fourth. Dan Severn, who was 14th. Wow. Finish, uh, not since, let me check, let me check, not since Jacob Fatu has someone ranked in the bottom three, finished in the top three. I love little stats like that. Uh, Kevin Owens, who was number one, finishes number two. That's happened a lot. Bray Wyatt, Sheamus, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, four number one ranked wrestlers finishing second. And Harley Race, who was ranked seventh for some reason, uh, also ranked seventh, Dr. Death Steve Williams. So he finishes in first place for Harley Race. The king, Harley Race. Hair like my grandmother's, Harley Race. Uh, Just so you know, my grandmother had a perm. Uh, I miss you, Shirley. So that's it, friends. Uh, we have, we're halfway home. Uh, our, so just so you know, our eight number one seeds who at the end, our final episode, will battle it out. Jacob Fatu, Samoa Joe, Dr. Death, Taz, Bobby Lashley, The Undertaker, JBL, and now Harley Race. That is a murderer's row of hosses. And our number twos, don't sleep on them either. Lex Luger, Big E, Bray Wyatt, Brody Lee, Sheamus, Vader, Roman Reigns, and Kevin Owens. Some more modern hosses in that. In fact, one, two, three, five of them still active, as opposed to uh, Lashley and Fatu and Ify on Samoa Joe. As of right now, when I'm recording, Samoa Joe is not active, but he may be by the time you hear this. All right, that was fun. We're halfway home. We're going to do eight more episodes in which we finish out the field of 256 hosses, and then we will go through from 16th to 1st and figure out uh, who the hossiest hoss to ever hoss truly is. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I hope you had fun listening. Uh, If you didn't, there's not a thing in the world I can do about it. But please feel free to let me know and yell at me and tell me all the things I've done wrong. Uh, And I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking. (sighs) All right. Welcome back to the epilogue. This is where 2022 DC looks back on what 2021 DC did and comments. Now, I mentioned that there weren't going to be big changes. Obviously, the top two, you know... 
this is the issue with doing it the way we did it, is that because of the randomness, you get Taker, Vader, Haku in one, and then you get Race and Owens, and we all love Owens. Whether he's a hoss or not, I find it interesting, uh, back in episode six, uh, the conversation that happened uh, led to us talking about toughness. That factored in greatly into episode seven. And now here in episode eight, I mention toughness. That actually becomes something that we talked about. I forgot that that was what we talked about, but it was something that we talked about, albeit two episodes too late. The doubt won't go away. I will constantly think that this is wrong and there were better ways to do it. Uh, If you have a better way, please, 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 please shut up. Keep it to yourself. I don't want to know because I'm invested in this way now. And if you tell me you got a better way, you're just going to hurt my feelings. So if you got a better way, do your own hoss fight. I'll happily listen and applaud your genius. But anyways, uh, the big thing that comes out of the opening round not anything else, the opening round, is that I don't care about the Harris brothers at all. They're in this tournament. I can't, don't know the difference between one or the other. Um, you know, they had long careers. They were successful pro wrestlers in multiple promotions. But I just don't care about them. And I don't want them in here. Because it's just a waste of a spot. And I'm not going to take out everybody I don't care about because then it wouldn't be 256 people. But in this case, because they're twins and there's two of them and they never did anything individually. One became TNA head of security, but who cares? I'm swapping out. Don Harris is out. Powerhouse Hobbs is in. I've only seen brief things of Powerhouse Hobbs, but I don't care. He's in the tournament. Jeremy and Glenn said he should be in the tournament. Brandon said he should be in the tournament. He's in the tournament. Powerhouse Hobbs still loses to Devon Dudley, by the way. Um, Still loses to Devon Dudley. Otherwise, so he's got to take the spot of Harris in the Constellations. Otherwise, everything about the first round totally works. I have no problem with any of that. So now let's go into the Constellations. Uh, Apollo and Dawkins, yep, nope, that's fine. Jerry Sags beating Gallows, no issue. Uh, Vito beating Vic Grimes, you know, Vic Grimes is most famous for the fact that New Jack tried to kill him, legit tried to kill him during a wrestling match. Legit tried to pull him off a balcony and kill him because he had messed up a spot earlier that had injured New Jack. New Jack wanted revenge. Legit tried to kill Vic Grimes. Um, But now we get Powerhouse Hobbs versus Test. And I understand that we can't grade potential. And I understand that Test had a 10-plus year career, maybe, 8- to 10-year career, won titles in the WWF. But I don't like Test. So I think I'm giving Hobbs the win over Test. It's not right, but it's okay. If you know that song, good for you. Uh, So our double losers bracket has changed because now Test is in there instead of uh, Ronnie Harris. And Test will beat Vic Grimes because Test is famous for more than just that New Jack tried to kill him. Um, So now Vic Grimes becomes 16th. Apollo defeats him. 
Uh, and I'm going to say that Test will beat Luke Gallows. So Luke Gallows, who was 13th, is now 14th. And Test, who wound up being 10th, is now 13th. Now, I should have switched them around because then I have this 14th bracket with the Warrior and Cage and Test. But Luke Gallows will fit in there just as well. Uh, so that's the first thing we need to do. But that's not the big issue here. Obviously, that's not the big issue here. Um, the big issue comes in the consolation, no, the tournament quarterfinals. Harley Race beats Happy Corbin, no question. Uh, Shamrock beats Severn, sure. Owens beats Dane, yep. Why in the world did I have Devon Dudley beat Bad News Brown? Why in the world did I have Devon Dudley defeat Olympic bronze medalist in the sport of judo, Bad News Brown? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but it's wrong, and I'm going to change it. So Bad News Brown is beating Devon Dudley and advancing to face Kevin Owens. Uh, Devon Dudley will take Brown's spot in the consolation uh, next round. So now we got to redo that because does Devon beat Dawkins? Yes. I give uh, Angelo Dawkins a lot of credit. He's made a lot of progress. He's a much better wrestler than he was. Montez Ford is still the star, but Angelo is very good, but he's not Devon Dudley yet. Uh, so that now needs to happen. Killian Dane still beats Jerry Sags. Severn still beats Vito. But now it's powerhouse Hobbs versus Baron slash Happy Corbin. I can't in good conscience give Hobbs the win. Haven't watched enough of him. Happy Corbin is less hossish now with this character, but I don't care. It's hilarious, and I love it. So Corbin still gets the win. So now Hobbs is going to take Test's spot in the next group of four. So let's do that here. Uh, Hobbs or Vito? Uh, Vito seems to me like a legitimate tough guy. Like, wouldn't be surprised if he was, you know, an actual shoot fighter, wrestler type thing. Doesn't seem to be uh, the case. But, again, we'll give the win to Hobbs. We'll give the win to Hobbs. We'll give him a little bit of a rub, a little bit of some shine. He hasn't worn a dress, which I think actually, again, like the Adrian Adonis rule, actually makes you more of a hoss. Uh, so, Vito and Dawkins, I'm still going to give it to Vito. Uh, but now it's Hobbs versus Sags. I'm very happy giving that to Jerry Sags. So, Hobbs, from being not in the tournament at all, uh, is now ranked 10th. So, we're making that change. Severn and Corbin, I'm still happy giving it to Severn, UFC background and all. Devon versus Killian Dane, I'm still happy giving that to Killian Dane. So now it's Devon versus Corbin for seventh and eighth. And I think I'm going to, was Corbin a boxer? Again, that shouldn't matter a ton, but it does a little bit. Was Corbin a actual boxer? He was a football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That matters less to me 
scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Kansas City Chiefs fan. Sorry they got eliminated. Where's his father's wedding ring, which is nice. Friends with Pat McAfee, which is nice. Three-time Golden Gloves and former grappling champion. Yeah, so we'll let Corbin beat Devon. Devon's going to be eighth instead of being sixth. All right. So now that's settled. Uh, Race beats Shamrock. Race is still going to win this. And I'm still going to have Owens beat Bad News Brown only because it's my tournament and I love Kevin Owens. Um, You can make the case that Brown should win, but... He's going further than he did before, so I'm happy there. So now Brown's going to take Devon's spot, setting up a very interesting matchup in Brown versus Dan Severn. Dan never went to the... You know, it's, it's, it's ultimate fighting versus, um, you know, Olympics. You tell me who's tougher. I don't know. I, I suppose it depends on the person. Um, I think for the sake of argument, I made this rule, uh, last episode. If these two guys are in a bar, one of them standing next to me, one of them's across from me, who would I rather have on my side? It's bad news Brown. So bad news Brown is going to take that spot. Uh, Ken Shamrock will still beat, uh, Killian Dane. So now it's Severn versus Dane for fifth. I will give that to the beast, Dan Severn. So Dan Severn is now going to be fifth instead of third. Feels a little right. Killian Dane is now sixth. Brown versus Shamrock. I think the wild, I don't think the crazy snap side of Ken Shamrock was a lot of an act. I think that's kind of legit how he was for a while there. So I'll pick Shamrock. Shamrock will be third. Bad News Brown will be fourth, considering he was eighth. I think that's a better representation of Mr. Brown. Uh, And then Harley Race beats Kevin Owens. So that's all we needed to do. Uh, But it's more than I thought we were going to do. I thought this was going to be an episode that maybe didn't even need uh, an epilogue because it was just perfect, clearly not the case, and that's okay, because now I feel like we're a little bit better. Uh, Hopefully I get messages from people listening to this episode that are like, you're out of your mind, I can't believe you're, you know, not giving bad news, Brown, oh, never mind, you fixed it. Okay, never mind, carry on. That's what I'm going for. I got two minutes until a chicken pot pie is done, so I'm going to wrap this up. I managed to get the entire epilogue in um, in the 20 minutes while the rice is cooking that goes with the chicken pot pie because we like our carbs here in the Matthews household. Uh, We're halfway done with the opening round. Um, Who knows where this is going to go from here, but there will be another epilogue, I'm sure, on page nine in which we look at another group of big men slapping meat. Big meaty men, excuse me. Big meaty man slapping meat. Talk to you then.